How do you feel about the fact that you're going to spend the rest of your life there? The rest of my life where? Right here. You guys are poor. You've been living a thousand illusions, man. The rest of your life where? In prison. In prison. What prison? You got a prison in your mind? You see what I'm saying? You're in prison, son. You're the one that's in jail because you think there is such a thing as a prison. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Ezan. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? It's almost to that time of the year. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. Yep. Happy, uh, what, what do they time call Thanksgiving? Eat. What do they call it, like? Bird Day, or is there like a, an affectionate term for Thanksgiving? Turkey Day? Turkey Day, or Bird Day, or does anyone call it actually Bird Day, or am I just making that up? Uh, you're just making that up. But I, you know what does surprise me is that there's no um, sort vegan, of politi- vegan day? Like a, no, like a, day politically, like a politically correct backlash against it. You know how you're, like, you're not allowed, like it's, it's considered uh, insensitive to celebrate Columbus Day, um... It just seems like there'd be something about like, you know, the Native Americans were exploited. So if you celebrate Thanksgiving, you're an asshole. I mean, I guess it kind of falls But that doesn't, that. that doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm surprised you, that it doesn't. I'm surprised that the, uh, I think the Native Americans choose their battles. It's like the Redskins, they hate the Washington Redskins football team. Oh, they hate yes. the name. They think it's exploitative. But Thanksgiving, where the pilgrims came and just gave you smallpox and alcoholism, you don't give a shit about that. Well, that wasn't Took the your pilgrim. land away. <laughs> the pilgrims didn't do that. Yeah, they did. They started it all. No, it was uh, Sir Jeffrey Amherst did that with the smallpox blanket blankets. You don't think the pilgrims? You don't think the pilgrims banged any of those Indian chicks and gave them smallpox? Uh, I think they did bang the Indian chicks, but I don't think. I mean, you don't get smallpox from. It's not an STD, dude. You can if you had smallpox on your penis and you stuck your (laughs) penis in a Native American girl's vagina. If you have smallpox and you have sex with somebody, they probably will get it from See, you. But has nothing to do has nothing to do with PIV sex. Okay, well maybe they were just like heavy petting and he sneezed on her or something. Actually, what they said was that the uh, the local tribe there around uh, Plymouth Rock uh, they'd already been devastated by disease, some other disease, and that. Uh, they all they uh, the reason they like teamed up with the pilgrims was because they they would have died without uh, the pilgrims' help. Hmm, like other so, tri- other tribes were coming in and trying to like take over their shit, but because they teamed up with the pilgrims and got food and I guess muskets and shit like that, that uh, that's why they had that Thanksgiving party, the first one ever. So you're saying the Native Americans really should thank the white people for helping them? That specific tribe. That's all I'm saying. That's why they. That's why they shared their food. <laughs> They're getting so us the back. Feast. They take our money at their casinos. I don't feel that bad. I, I don't feel bad at all. But that doesn't probably surprise anybody. Do the Do you think most Native Americans actually celebrate, like observe Thanksgiving, Bird Day? Hmm. <laughs> I want to. That's change a good it. question. I don't I like know this any Bird Day idea. But, but like, it's a specific bird. It's not just like a celebration of all things birds. 
You can eat any bird you want. What about the no, turducken? You can't. Okay, turducken, turkey, duck, and chicken. That's three birds. Those are the three birds you can eat, but there's many other birds that you can't eat. I bet you if someone's like, you know what? I like to shove a parrot in the turducken. So now it's like turp, duck, chicken, ret, or I don't know. But you nice, nice one, by the way. No, but I'm <laughs> just saying you could, make an, you could make an amalgamation of any kind of bird and put them no, all together I don't, and I don't, eat it. I think those are the only birds that taste good. I guess people eat quail. Pheasant? Isn't that Pheasant, a, they yeah. eat that. But you can't eat. I, don't, I think a parrot would taste disgusting. Homeless people eat pigeons. Is that what? You know, it's, that's, no, they uh, don't. Yeah, uh, squab. No, no homeless person. Squab. Is, squab. Homeless people don't eat squab. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know much about this eating of the. And you wouldn't want to eat like a vulture. I, I don't know much about this. I wouldn't eat any of it. I hate Thanksgiving because there's nothing for me to eat on the holiday. Except but you for, don't. That's 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 a completely mischaracterization. You don't eat anything. Uh, mashed potatoes. I can eat that. I can eat. Oh, oh, wait. So there is something you can eat. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm saying the Thanksgiving staples. I don't like that. I don't like that kind of food. You don't like any food. I do like other kinds of food. What food do you like? I like soup. <laughs> I'm a big fan of soup. I like tuna. Yeah, there's not a lot I of like soup hummus. on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they don't have hummus, tuna, or soup for Thanksgiving. Instead, it's like you know, it's like bread and and cor- cream corn and turkey. It's just it's a lot of food I don't typically yeah, eat. Children, come gather around the Thanksgiving tuna. <laughs> Future like a tuna, D. Simon like household a tuna casserole. I, I, I'm just saying I don't really know that much. Imagine about it. being D. Simon's child. All your friends are having a big turkey dinner. They get four days off of school, and they're like, "What are you doing, little Billy Simon?" <laughs> My dad makes tuna out of a can for Thanksgiving, and we have hummus. And my really old hairless cat also eats tuna. We all eat the same thing. First of all, Wackerly, it's uh, not Billy. It's Shmooley. Shmooley? Shmooley okay. Simon. And Shmooley Simon loves his tuna out of a can. No, he doesn't. He's a pescatarian just like his old man. Right. That's how it goes. Anyway, what are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? You having a big Wackerly feast? Yeah, eating. You might come over, it sounds like. I'm thinking about it. It's, uh, I'm just going to complain the whole time. I can't wait. Well, I'm hoping that there will be some vegetarian options for me. I'll open, a can of tuna f- I'll open a can of tuna for you. Unlike last year where I just had to eat anything that just didn't have meat in it, which was like, what, some lettuce I think I had? There's no lettuce. Yeah. You made that up. <laughs> it's definitely no salad. I just drank a lot of wine and got really drunk. But it was a good right. time. You, you do have a very good thing. You also brought feast. over Joe, who he was a vegan. He's not oh. even just a vegetarian. He's a fucking vegan. He wouldn't even eat, like, anything with cheese on it or... Yeah, Joe Kelly, really, he didn't have anything. Even Mashed le- potatoes he could, have he milk could eat less food than I could. Right. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable holiday for us as people that deny ourselves the pleasures of eating. I know you're all gonna you're gonna die the same as the rest of us. That's what's funny. Yeah, whatever. We'll still get cancer. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking of coming up there. It's just this traffic situation. The traffic so, does suck. Yeah, I have to I have to I have to figure that out. Traffic going to uh, that's the thing. There's one highway, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you should you could, get a blimp or something. Ooh, that's a good idea. Could just launch it from the top of your apartment. Whatever happened to like up. whatever happened to that Google guy that was gonna make the uh, pneumatic tube that just takes us? You remember Not that Google. It was the Tesla guy. Whatever, that guy. One yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to the evacuated tube transport. One of the visionaries. We were going to have the bullet the train at some point. Although everybody just does nothing but complain about it. So I was talking to uh, my brother, and uh, he's thinking of coming over to Thanksgiving. But then I was like, so uh, you know, what are you going to do this weekend? He goes, oh, I'm just looking forward to going to Best Buy. 
four in the morning. Jeff does it every year. Do you know that? It's part of the whole Black Friday thing. I did. I love Black Friday. Not going. I love watching the news reports. But I did not. I never knew that your brother. I mean, it makes sense. But I never knew your brother partook of Black Friday festivities. No, that is one of Jeff's favorite things to do every year. That's why he likes the holidays. Does he wear like you know protective gear? Yeah, he's got riot gear on. I think he. You know what he? he I think he has chainmail and his leather like pants. The thing about your brother though is he he already has a giant TV and a computer and an Xbox 360 or whatever the new one Xbox One and PS4. He already has all that stuff. So what is he gonna what does he get? Well, that's what I find funny about my brother going to Black Friday. So Jeff, you know, most people go to Black Friday. They wait in lines to go to Black Friday so they can buy gifts at a reduced cost for their family. Yeah, it's about like gifts. They, yeah, they want to buy a gift for their kid. You know, a TV that costs. Normally it costs six hundred. They're getting it for two hundred, and that's what they're going to give their kid for Christmas. My right. brother's not buying gifts for anybody but himself. No, right. He's not buying me anything or my sister. Like Jeff just wants to go there and peruse the bargains, in case he wants a gadget. You like a better tablet? It's like tablets. You can always get a better one than the one you have. But well, like what a TV he... is a TV. Once you have, and, and getting the TV is a pain in the ass because you got to mount it and got to get it up to your apartment. Dude, Jeff likes mounting things, though. Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> the thing is, Jeff just wants another piece of technology that he can view porn on. To can fill the hole in the middle of his soul. Yeah, he just wants to consume porn on a new device. So that's why he gets up at four in the morning and he goes to Best Buy and fights the crowds. Although he said uh, last year at the Best Buy um, over, I guess it's in the Mission. Mm -hmm. um, he said last year there are only like maybe 10 people there. That's weird. I found that really bizarre. I was like, I thought you were going to be fighting with people. I thought there's stampedes. That's the whole reason why there's that website uh, that, you, that you love every year you talk about. Black, uh, what's it? BlackFridayDeathCount.com? Yeah. It's mostly about injuries, but it is called Black Friday Death Count. There are a couple of deaths. I was thinking about this. So we were talking about this before we were doing the show. Um, Black Friday Death Count. And every year we bring this up because it's a great website. We can talk about all the casualties that website. occurred on Black Friday. I say we, let's put up a wager here, Wack. It's been a while since we've had a good wager. Okay. Um, well, what are you thinking here? Betting man. Should we say a let's let's up the stakes? How about how about Canadian? Boot. How uh, how about a fifth of bullet? Okay. Fifth closest closest to closest person to the actual number of deaths for 2014 the overall Black death Friday. count just the overall death count not saying but let how me give they some die. background then i mean we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna assume that black friday death count.com is accurate i mean that even if it isn't we're just this will be our yardstick right well, i'm not gonna go through every news website right. to try to tabulate the death count no we'll just pretend like this is the the ultimate source of truth yeah, we were saying the source of truth will be the BlackFridayDeathCount.com. So according to this website, in 2008, there were three deaths. That was a big year for deaths. How many uh, injuries, did they tell you? Uh, yeah, but it's harder. Uh, six. So low, low year for injuries. 2009, zero deaths. 2010, zero deaths. 2011, one death. 2012, two deaths. A bunch of injuries, but I'm not going to count all these up. So, okay, wait, hold on a second. Should we maybe include injuries in this count? Like, who's got the closest death count, closest injury count? Since both figures are on this site. We could. And then, I mean, how are we going to score that for the bet? 
Well, that's the thing. Whoever's got closest, closest to the number of deaths gets five points. Closest to the well, that's not going to work. Well, who's whoever's closest to uh, both, right? Or should we just do one or the other? We didn't really think this bet <laughs> out before. Let's pro- uh, we'll provide a count for both, and then we'll figure out the scoring. All right. How about this? Three points for being closest to uh, injury. Five points for being closest to death. Does that make sense? No. Damn it. Not a mathematician here. <laughs> Let's just do deaths. All it's, right. It's more, it. it's more thrilling. All right. Uh, if you want to do a side bet for something else, we could do injuries. I do kind of like the uh, the idea of, I remember originally I was thinking we should break it down to how many stampeding deaths there are versus stabbing deaths versus just like physical brawls. Right. And we can you talk know? about it for 45 minutes and but just do a giant really, let's list. Just, let's just cut let's to just the chase. Deaths. Overall death count. Fuck the injuries. Death count. Whoever's closest. Well, there was one in 2013, but and this reflects kind of what your brother said, is it was not a big... The economy was still down back last holiday season. But right now, the economy is rocketing back yeah. under the under the supreme leadership of Obama. Even though they still hate him. But yes, right. uh, the economy is back. I think I anticipate a pretty big turnout for, uh, for, for uh, Black Friday. And so I also anticipate a higher number than average for deaths. Average, I think, if you went every year, is, is either one or two. Yeah, one or two. In two thousand eight, it was three, though. I'm saying, I'm saying three. You're saying three. I'm going to say two. You're going two. So you're the under. I'm the under, just because okay. you said three. If you said two, I think it's going to be a big year for shopping. The stock market is giant right now. It's almost at eighteen thousand. The Dow Jones. I think it's going to get. I think it's going to hit eighteen thousand because. This holiday shopping season is going to blow the roof off. And I'd say three or higher deaths. I think um, there's going to be more injuries this year. Oh, there's going to be tons gonna be a lot of, of injuries. People, but I think in deaths, people are aware of the violence that occurs, the melee that mm-hmm. occurs on Black Friday. So they're going to be more conscious of cautious. it. They're probably going to protect their children. Uh, they're going to leave old people at home. No pets. I'm going to say two deaths, high number of injuries, two deaths. Two that side number of injuries. Uh, and we also have to throw in the whole, the people are going to be worked up about Ferguson. Ooh, I didn't, you know, I didn't even think it's about that. add some uh, Yeah, that might add, to add the to the uh, the death count. If any cops show up to suppress the Black Friday shopping riots, which is really what they are. And, um, yeah, it's essentially. They might, they, might, they might want to wear their body armor. All right, so I'm going to say two. You say three. We'll find out next week who won and uh, the... Um, the winner will get a fifth of bullet. If there's zero, then you win. Yeah, and I will be extremely disappointed if there are zero Black Friday shopping deaths this year. What if there's uh, if there's four, then you would win. True. If there's ten, I win. Yeah, if there's ten, you win. Wouldn't I, that be I, amazing if there were ten Black Friday related shopping deaths? Do you think that we'd have to have a national conversation? Would like Michelle Obama get up on the news and be like, "We need to talk about this rampant computer consumerism, computerism, consumerism, and what how it's destroying the fabric of our society?" Well, does this count? Let's say uh, there's a big stampede at Walmart. A bunch of people run in there, and they're grabbing at the uh, the count or the the stacks of televisions, and the televisions topple over, and they crush like twelve people. Yeah, that counts. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I mean, it's not just one, you know, one person fighting no, another person. No, it's not. Or, it's not incident. No, no, no. That totally counts. Any any death any that death happens associated. in a shopping center or in a uh, store between the hours of you know twelve oh one and eleven fifty nine on Black Friday counts. 
Okay, what about this then? If a person um, has an unrelated medical death in the store, like like their like spleen explodes, no heart attack counts heart because attack that's excited. That's related to the excitement. But if just like you know they just succumb to some ailment, then I guess that might not count. Yeah, what if they like were you know second round of chemo and then they just end up dying of cancer? Right. While they're checking out. <laughs> they they're actually at Best Buy with their like that big pole with the IV drip bag on it and they're like in their hospital gown. I got to get the bargain. What about if you die from a heart attack while you're shopping online during the mm, Black Friday deals? That does not count. Because clearly online shopping isn't that thrilling that it, it would drive your heart to explode. Have you ever been in a bidding war on eBay? No, I have not. Thrilling. It is thrilling. <laughs> Trying to get that uh, Rolling right. Stones if it's album. A, if it's a heart attack while well, it's a bidding war on eBay, then it counts. <laughs> but no other, no, not just going on Amazon, just clicking buy it. Buy. So the, the death counts are in. You're saying three, I'm saying two. If it's over, you win. If it's under, I win. So True. we'll see what happens this year. We'll find out next week. A fifth a bullet is on the line. What about if a lady gives birth in like a circuit city, even though those, are, those aren't around anymore? Does that is that like a negative one? Yeah, but if, what if the baby dies? Then that's a death. So are you what saying? If, but like what if it, a baby is born? Is that is that a negative death? Does that bring the count down because life was created? Hmm, that's a good question. No, I don't think so. I think we're just talking about just death, not new life. Yeah, technically it'd have to be like the sperm hitting the egg because that's when I believe life begins. But what if what if this though? What if like the pregnant woman was, you know, in in the in the middle of a stampede? She gets crushed. She loses the baby. Well, she dies, and then they step on her stomach. The baby shoots out, and the two baby deaths. dies. Would two that be deaths. two deaths? Yes. But it, I okay. agree with I agree with the the religious conservatives. But okay, what if she's three that's months pregnant? That's a life. Okay, all right, all right. Pro if she's, pro if she's showing, there. it counts. <laughs> pro-lifer. All right, well, we'll see what happens here. I'm not pro I mean, I, I believe people should have abortions, but I also do believe it's killing a person. I think you're pro-Black uh, Friday death, so. Yeah, I'm trying to get the count up. It's really all I care about. <laughs> Self-serving. Um, you know who's probably not going to be attending any of these uh, Black Friday um, sales? Who? Charlie Manson. Because he's too busy getting married. They have a canteen in prison you get to shop at. Do they have Black Friday in prison? <laughs> Probably. What happens then? I don't know. You get deals on like <laughs> new pairs of underwear and cigarettes. cigarettes. Oh, they can't. No, they can't smoke anymore. I forgot. Stamps. That's what they, you know what stamps? It's those like uh, Twinkie, like uh, Swiss rolls or something. You know what they all buy? Um, digital TV tuners. What? Why? Why yeah. would they need that? They don't even have TVs. Yeah, they do have TVs in and their they, cells. They, yeah, because now that you you know you buy a digital tuner, and each cell has this little individual digital TV tuner that they like string out the windows. It's weird. But, okay, wait, hold on. I had to ask so, what they were. I was like, "What are all those things?" It looks like you know, like a like a fan that you'd fan yourself with, but like, why is it sticking out the window? And the guy's like, oh, those are uh, digital TV tuners. They all buy them at the canteen. You know, other than the, I guess, the opportunity to get raped, how is this prison? You get to chill? Prison seems great to me, yeah, I mean, other than like getting a, raped. It sounds like camp. You get, the uh, food other, smells good. You get three meals a day. You get to go play sports. You get to exercise, lift weights. You get to get, eat 
for free. Read books. You read books. You watch TV. Do they get movie nights? Don't they get movie nights? If movies, if movies that I've seen are any indication, yes, they get to watch movies. You get to, and, and mo- most importantly, you don't have to work. Yeah, just be living free and easy off the off the government. And apparently, you can get married even if you're a life a life uh, a, a, a convicted life prisoner, convicted life for sentence. life, life sentence. Like Charlie Charles Manson. Manson, mass murderer. He's got a license to marry a 26 year old woman. So let. Let's name this girl, because she's clearly doing it for notoriety, so we might as well boost that up. Afton Elaine Burton. Afton? Afton. Afton Elaine Burton left her Midwestern home nine years ago, moved to Corcoran, California, to be near Manson. It's very beautiful out there in Corcoran. She's 27, he's 80. Corcoran is where Kauschwitz is. Yeah, it's in in the middle of the valley of California. It's where uh, the big beef cattle farm that... Uh, smells like shit for like miles and miles around and it it's just like they're all put in there like it's a concentration camp she maintains several websites uh advocating manson's innocence <laughs> how sure. old is she 20 26 actually 26 that's 27 earlier she's yeah, 26 she's a legal scholar legal and historical scholar here i'm sure those websites are, are quite profitable mm-hmm. they sell a lot of t-shirts so she wants to get married to charles she wants to get married to Charles. They actually have a marriage license from Kings County. Doesn't specify a wedding date, but it indicates a couple of 90 days to get married or they'll have to reapply. Hmm. Don't want to do that. When's you the know, wedding? That's the thing. They haven't uh, specified what it is, but uh, she's saying that they're probably going to get married next month. Um, it seems like you and Manson have something in common. You're both husbands-to-be. Yeah, that's true. I wonder who he's kind, of stealing, he's kind of stealing my thunder. He certainly is. Are you going to do any have any kind of prison theme at your wedding? <laughs> no, there's no theme at all. Oh, okay, that's that's the theme, a bummer. The theme is wedding theme. I, I thought it would be great if your theme was kind of like something to do more about like podcrafting and the beauty of podcrafting, like the wonderful world of the craft. Actually, I'm going to dress up as Keith, and she's going to dress up as the girl. That is, that's great. That's great. Keith and the girl wedding. Well, then you know you might get like uh, you know some uh, some publicity in the press. You can uh, talk about. Well, I do a podcast. This is a podcasting wedding. I do a podcast, but this isn't about my podcast. This is about the Keith and the Girl podcast and my love of it. And for our honeymoon, we're going on a Keith and the Girl cruise. Let's hitch our horse to someone else's wagon. I'm saying, (laughs) you know, anything that can help us out. They, the Keith and the Girl podcast would have to talk about it, right? Yeah, because because another podcaster is getting married, but you're dressing up as them. Yeah, it's the a whole... Keith and the Girl themed wedding. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a great. I actually think you might want to just aim higher, maybe do a Mark Maron theme wedding. Just what, a... the, what the fuck wedding with Mark Maron? And what me? the fuck wedding with Mark Maron and you? You could have a Mark Maron impersonator marry you. You guys can both look you like know, Mark t- Maron. To be honest, we could probably afford to get Mark Maron to come and be the official. <laughs> How, how expensive could Mark Marin be? He does a podcast out of his garage. I wonder if we have enough money in the t-shirt fund to do that. Uh, Well, I hate to break it to you, but I already withdrew it. Damn it. <laughs> Spending it on the wedding, huh? We'll make it all back in uh, publicity from, you know, Mark Marin knowing about me. That's a good idea. I'm trying to yeah. think, what if, what if uh, we had a deal with Chris Hardwick? Hmm. He I'll could... sacrifice it. <laughs> Today's Nerdish Theme Wedding brought to you by Chris Hardwick. 
Probably couldn't afford Chris Hardwick, to be honest with you. No, he's a big star. Commands a high dollar, I think. I'm such a nerd. Look at me. I think you'd <laughs> I'm have a to theater shoot, nerd. I think you'd have to shoot lower, like uh, Brian Posehn or some other podcast comedian. Chris Hardwick has had, probably had a stylist since he was like, you know, 25, but he's a nerd. <laughs> think about that. I'm, I'm opening Pandora's Be, box so, some by lady, his Some name. lady picks his clothes out and tells him how his hair is going to be cut. But I'm a nerd. Yeah, I like the, I like movies about superheroes. I'm such a nerd. Yeah, but the clothes that they're picking out have like Star Trek themes or Doctor Who or something. You know what I do? I play video games. I'm such a nerd. I'm, that's why I'm the nerdist. But he also comments on The Walking Dead. He watches zombie shows. <laughs> oh, I've got an appointment with Sharon. We're going to pick out some suits for me to wear all week. Check this out, people. Nerd envy. <laughs> He's not a nerd. Nerd rage. <laughs> You're right, no yeah. nerd, Judas. Um, Burton, but, uh, Burton here, his yeah. uh, lady, goes by the name Star. So she probably was a <laughs> What's stripper. her real name? Afton? Afton. Afton Burton. Anybody having a child and wanting to give them like a fucked up name, let this be a lesson to you. She's <laughs> marrying Charles Manson. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. What do you think her parents think of all this? Actually, I heard on the radio, they asked her mom... Uh, you know, well, are you going to attend the wedding? Because she's from, what, where is she from? Philadelphia or something? What, uh, the Coast? Midwest, it just says. Yeah, her mom said, no, it's too far. <laughs> not <laughs> not, not that, she, no, I'm not going because she's marrying a convicted mass murderer. And it's... don't fucking email in. He actually didn't murder anybody. <laughs> He's known as a mass murderer, okay? But that, you know, that's not the reason her mom's not attending the wedding, but it's just too far to travel. Well, I'm sure her parents were supportive, though, through the years. Somebody should tell his mom about Skype. You can <laughs> Skype in and watch it. Uh, Burton gave an interview a year ago to the Rolling Stone that she said she and Manson were planning to marry. But Manson, who I uh, heard about this interview, said in 2013, that's a bunch of garbage. That's trash. We're playing that for public consumption. He's been, he's a liar. He doesn't want to damage his street cred, man. He's Getting a liar. Married. Well, he know, is getting married. He said he wasn't, but he is. Burton said none of that's true. Now they're planning to get married. And this is what I find interesting. So the prison, California prisons, designate an employee to be a marriage coordinator who processes paperwork for inmates' requests to be wed. And in most cases here, the uh, DOC approves of such weddings as a tool of family reunification and social development. You know, it's interesting to me. How do you unify a family or reunify a family when one of the spouses is a convicted mass murderer who's in prison for life? Conjugal visit trailer. How is that? You know, they don't even have uh, conjugal visits for uh, life inmates. You know why? Because of one of Charles's uh, disciples. Yeah, that's interesting. Tex Watson. And, and that's the thing. I was going to get to this in a second. Why not just come out with it now? Um, he's not the only uh, inmate life inmate, like a life sentence inmate, to get married. There's been several notorious weddings. Tex Watson, case in point. This guy not only got married, he fathered what, like four kids? Yeah, four kids. Yeah. Three boys, one girl uh, with some lady that he married in uh, 1979. <laughs> and the, the family of Sharon Tate was so pissed off that they uh, lobbied successfully for the prison system to stop the conjugal visits for 
prisoners who had life sentences. Is that just in this state? What about like in other states? I don't know about other states. But just in California, yeah, they right. revoked the privilege. State prison system. I don't know, federal prison? Probably no conjugal visits, I bet. They seem to be more hardcore. Yeah, I don't think at the Supermax you're getting <laughs> conjugal visits. Like if you tried to murder the president or something. Um, they're not going to let you get your dick wet. Tex Watson here was uh, the only male Manson groupie. He was known as the lieutenant for killing. Yeah. nobody, um, no, no, Nobody's debating that he actually murdered people. <laughs> right? I love how these guys uh, convert to Christianity while they're in prison. Yeah. Uh, Tex Watson to. became an ordained minister. Susan Atkins, another one of the key figures in the Manson family. Uh, she was known as the scariest of the Manson girls. Um, she I'll reportedly, she reportedly changed her ways. She embraced Christianity, renounced Manson and found love twice. She got married to a self-proclaimed Texas millionaire who, uh, named Donald Lazier. Um, it was Atkins first marriage, but it was Lazier's 36th wife. Got married 36 times. That dude, that dude just likes weddings. <laughs> I don't, you know, I have no idea. And they, they get, they split. They're only married for a couple of years. Then he moved on to number 37. But then Atkins married again to an attorney who I uh, used to represent her. Hmm. And they stayed together. Must be a very charming lady. Yeah. We know from Seinfeld that the why guys would do that, right? Why they get married in pri- or why they would marry a prisoner? A lady prisoner. Why? Well, you just you're completely in control. You never have to go out to dinner. You can do whatever you want at home, like watch whatever TV, play video games, nobody's nagging you. And then, you know, when you want some companionship, you just go vi- find her at the prison. You know, she's there. So wait, I mean, I wonder how often you're allowed to have a conjugal visit, though. That I don't know. Did you research that? No, I didn't. But I was just wondering, like, if you're like a really horny dude, can you go, you know, every night? Which dude isn't really horny? Yeah. I mean, what do you have to do once a week? Uh, <clears throat> Does it differ with female inmates versus male inmates? I don't know. How long do these conjugal visits last? You can even have homosexual uh, conjugal visits, it says here. Why California would you need Department that when you have prison showers? That's what I say. Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> can you imagine if... Okay, this is a fun thing to imagine. This is, I, I don't know if it's a thought experiment. But imagine if you were in a loving gay relationship, like maybe, you know, in California, maybe you're even married to your husband and then he, he commits some crime when he goes to prison. You're like, you're not going to be fucking other dudes in there, are you? No, no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, I, I might, if it's forced upon me, it may happen, but not by choice. My brother said prison's like living in a porno movie. <laughs> So he was like, yeah, especially guess, if you're, especially if you're a bottom, I mean, it's like heaven. Yeah. And I mean, if, and, and if, you know, that's like you're in, you know, into S and M bottom, you're in prison. It seems, it seems ideal. I think you're, if you're in a male gay relationship and your husband goes to prison, you've just got to like get a separation. Yeah. You probably have to, cause I don't think you can have uh, groups at these conjugal visits. I don't think you can have a conjugal visit in the shower. I think you have oh, to like have a threesome. One. Yeah, I don't no. think you could. I mean, if you're married to an inmate, you know, you're in a homosexual relationship with an inmate, I don't think you'd say, hey, can I have the conjugal visit in the shower with some other inmates? I think you have to have it in the trailer, right? Here's another thought experiment. If two gay guys are both in prison, can they get married to each other? That's interesting. I don't know if they allow that. I think you can only get married to someone who's not an inmate. Hmm. 
Have you ever been in one of those conjugal trailers? No. Like changing light bulbs in, in the trailer. No, but I was at a, a prison just this week and we were riding around in the little golf cart because that's what the maintenance guys ride around in. And uh, somebody was like, oh, are those the conjugal visitor trailers? And he said, well, no, those ones on the other side are, but these ones have been converted to offices. Uh, dude, could you imagine that? Imagine if that was your office. <laughs> Just smells like prisoner cum. You could throw a pencil against the wall and it, it sticks. sticks. Yeah, <laughs> I would not want. To, I would not want my office to be in a former conjugal visit trailer. Imagine dro- like dropping some food on the floor. Not eating. There's no five second rule. No, it's just like zero okay, second rule. You know that uh, that French fry has AIDS now. Right. Sweet. Not going to eat it. So Manson's not the only notorious uh, inmate to get married. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Rapist, serial killer, and necrophile. Also uh, notoriously uh, handsome, right? Yeah, he was all a handsome the, All guy. the girls liked Ted Bundy. He had a lot of suitors. A lot of girls. The Hesher chicks liked the Night Stalker. Well, because she like kind of he kind of looked like uh, Kirk Hammett or something, yeah, or a young Tom Mariah. Whereas yeah. Ted Bundy, he uh, he was kind of a uh, jock looking, you know. Well, he looks more like uh, like JFK Jr. Yeah, no, he's a dashing guy. Wore a suit. And, uh, yeah, he had a lot of female admirers. Um, one of them is this woman named Carol Ann Boone, a former coworker who moved to Florida to be uh, closer to him. She accepted Bundy's proposal, and uh, yeah, he got married. The judge married him. Then marriage was technically legal. One year later, uh, Boom confirmed she was pregnant with Bundy's child, but would not reveal how the two conceived as uh, Florida state prisons also forbid physical contact between uh, death row inmates and visitors. So I don't know what happened there. Immaculate conception. Immaculate conception. I bet you he passed her a little jar of his spooge. You think so? And then she went in the bathroom and put it in her, her vag. I wonder if, like, uh, I mean, I wonder if they, like, cause didn't, didn't we do a story where someone, like, went behind a soda machine and ended up banging behind the soda machine? Well, there was the female guard who wore black pants, but then painted her legs the same color black and had a big hole in the back of her pants, and she would just back her ass up to the bars, and the, gar- and the prisoners would fuck her through the bars. Wow. You remember that story? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Sure we talked about it. That's great. Imagine yeah, I, I wonder if that happened to... No, but I mean, this, this woman was just an outside visitor. She wasn't even a guard. Ted Bundy, he's slick. There are a lot of... There are female guards in the male prisons, and it always amazes me in California. They're just wearing fucking makeup. Like, what are you wearing makeup for? And what do you want them to look like? Uh, I don't know. I just feel like if I was a female prison guard, I, I would look more like... Um, Vera? I don't know. Like a softball player. <laughs> It's not a lesbian thing. Like Janet you know Reno? I, mean? I just go to work, like, dressed for work, you know? Hair pulled back into a ponytail, just, you know, no makeup. Maybe I would, some I would sunblock. Go, I would go full on Janet Reno. That's a look that no man finds attractive. I think that's a true statement. Imagine if somebody really was into Janet Reno. I, you know, I don't think that's a fetish any guy has. Even though, yeah. uh, you know, I, I we have that theory, which I do think holds true. There's a girl out there that any guy would fuck but there's not a guy out there that any girl would fuck that's true yeah i think that makes sense so uh so, yeah. yeah somebody would fuck janet reno but oh, nobody's, I think somebody it, nobody's into janet reno. i just think if you look like janet reno and you're a prison guard you're probably not going to get raped should make a fake okay cupid profile where you just say that you're just looking for janet reno types <laughs> <And> whenever, <laughs> whenever any girl contacts you just be like nope you look nothing like janet reno 
You know, even if the girls are like trying to be hip and like, oh, I like it's a funny joke. Fuck you, you don't look like Chanarino. Block. So um, Manson's fiance here said the wedding might have happened earlier if Manson did not have some quote unquote situations at the prison. Apparently, mm. uh, earlier this year, he had three violations for possession of a weapon, threatening staff, and refusal to provide a urinal sample, a urine sample. So it sounds like uh, Manson, at age 80, is still up to his old hijinks. I like that. Yeah, he's not a model prisoner. That's why he's still in there, I think. Uh, who's going to parole that guy? He's old. I do love when he's up for parole, though. Yeah, he's a wacky dude. Yeah, he starts swearing and, and yelling like anti-Semitic remarks. Blames it on the Jews. <laughs> I don't think this girl is crazy. I mean, I do think she's a publicity hound, and that's part of it. But I don't think she's as crazy as everybody thinks. Because I think... She's going to inherit the rights to all of his music. Now, I think when Charles Manson dies, I don't think there's going to be like uh, a bonanza, but I do think that a lot of people will want to like buy some Charles Manson, you know, MP3s off of iTunes. Yeah, I'm sure Manson's music is worth a total of like, I don't know, 60 bucks. No, but, um... more than that. <laughs> yeah, no, think about it for real. Be serious. I bet you it's, I bet you it's worth 60000 at I least. bet you it is worth some money because Guns N' Roses covered one of his songs. You remember that song, Look at Your Game Girl? No. You ever hear that? It's a, it's a good song, actually. I, I kind of like you, but it. I never heard but, it. Uh, on the Spaghetti Incident, which is um, a B side. popular album. No, it's a B side Guns N' Roses album that came out after the, the group broke up in like the mid 90s. They actually covered the Manson song. Hmm. So that means, I mean, his music is garnering some attention. I just think most of it Royalties. sucks. And, it doesn't you know, matter that it sucks. It's but it's some some people are going to buy it, and she and when he dies, she's going to get the royalties she, for doing she, nothing other than going through some bullshit ceremony. She doesn't even have to fuck him. She wants the notoriety. That's all she wants. She just wants people to to notice her. I mean, she was probably a a, a lot lizard or a stripper in uh, Philadelphia. Now she's like getting national attention for marrying uh, one of the most notorious murderers. I wonder if she still strips. I'd go see her. Yeah, no, I bet you she could now tour around, maybe go into porn, being like... Would you Would you marry a girl who, at one time, was married to Charles Manson? I would not want Manson's sloppy seconds. Well, he's not going to fuck her, though. He doesn't get any conjugal visits. You never know. You never know what might happen. Do you think he's ever even held her hand? <laughs> yeah, in the visiting room. Yeah, well, who knows? He might have fingered her. Still weird. So, uh, real quick here. Manson and his spouse would be allowed to invite 10 guests who are not inmates and invite an officiate from outside the prison to perform the ceremony. Hmm. You think it'll be somebody famous? That'd be great to be one of his guests. Do you think this, uh, this wedding's going to be on YouTube? No. You can't bring video cameras in there. I'm, I'm sure someone's going to tape this. No, you can't bring video cameras in. The, but, the, but the prison has, like, CCTV, and I bet you this is going to get leaked. <laughs> CCTV. Hey, you know what? I've, uh... I've I've officiated weddings before. Oh, you have? Whose? My sisters. So oh, I right, think I um, yeah, I think if you need an officiant for your wedding, let me know. Write a letter to him. I think I'm going to. Express mail because it's you got to get you got to get on the ball. I'm going to send a letter to uh, Manson and uh, you know, I'm, how far do we live from how far do I live from Corcoran? Like 2 hours? Yeah, 2 or 3 hours. It's easy drive. It's not that bad. I'm going to write a letter as soon as the show is done. Let me, uh, let me put a pin in that. <laughs> but so I, I, that's what I, I find interesting about this. It's like 
Why do we allow them to get married? What benefit does it have? There's no family reunification. Why are they allowed to watch TV? They're in prison. Well, you got to keep them sedated. Should they be stripped of the, their uh, their uh, civil liberties? I mean, why are we allowing this? I could see dudes who are in for like 10 years. You know, you want to keep their family cohesive. So when they get out, they have a support system. But yeah, like what good does this do? I mean, Charles Manson's never getting out. Uh, yeah, it's just I mean, a waste. It's, of, it's a waste of everybody's time. I mean, I guess uh, the prison isn't really uh, spending any money on this, but yes, it's a complete waste of everyone's time. And uh, you gotta have extra guards to have all those ten people in there for the day. I do wonder who he's gonna invite. Do you think any members of the Manson family are gonna be there? <laughs> the ones that are out, they've all <laughs> renounced him. That's how they got out, so they can't then go to his wedding. Yeah, but if you've renounced him, you're free. You're not allowed to go to go to the wedding. No. Because then could. they'll put you back in jail. You didn't renounce him. You lied. I'm going to offer my services as an officiant. We'll see what happens. Uh, people, this is episode 459 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. A quick recap of the way the show works. Uh, Wacken and I um, talk about the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. You send us your stories. If we read your story and give you credit, we'll give you a Sick and Wrong care package. You can send your stories to Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com or submit them via Facebook or the Twitters. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E at AdamandEve.com. So the first story here comes in from uh, Brian. He says, wasn't Wackerly harassed by tranny hookers in the TL all the time? No. Were you ever harassed when you used to come down to uh, the old Sick and Wrong studio? Uh, No. I, I have TL cred. I mean, I lived there for a long time, so I, I I know, you know, how to not stick out like an idiot. You know, I gotta say, um, we should qualify what counts as harassment. I mean, a homeless guy coming up and asking you for money is that technically just being panhand like someone panhandling? It's annoying, but it's not. Yeah, I don't feel threatened. That's that's I, I never felt threatened. Let me put it that way. Versus someone actually saying suggestive comments to you, making you feel threatened. That that's what I consider harassment. Someone calling hey, you out. Hey, D, let me stick this uh, seven-inch black mamba snake up your ass. See, now I feel threatened. No, thank you. <laughs> and you know, I, to be honest, the tranny hookers didn't really harass you. I mean, you walk by them in the middle of the night. And they usually be like, hello, or they'd say right. something sexier. They whistle They're soliciting you. you. Well, is that? No, they're offering their wares, I guess. Is it? Yeah, no, they're soliciting. The John you, solicits, yeah. right? I don't know. No, I think they solicit you because they're, they're okay. soliciting, you know, they're. Yeah. Let their, me just uh, <laughs> these aren't like money. Thai, these aren't like Thai lady boys where you can't tell the difference. No. <laughs> these are like giant 
big old like football player looking transsexuals. Yeah, they look like a linebacker. They're big. They're uh, most of them are African American. They, they usually have a wig feet. on. They have their giant feet like stuffed into the high heels. You can see track marks down their arms. You can see a big bulge in their mini. Not attractive. But but once again, they're not the ones that are harassing you. What they're doing is they're working. The people yeah. harassing you usually are the gangbangers and the drug dealers. And they're the ones that, that make you nervous. Right. Which is why you don't fuck with them. Exactly. So um, this guy apparently did not heed the advice that we pass out on the show every week. Um, San Francisco man stabbed by a cat caller has a history of kind acts. Um, okay, now, a cat caller is different than the cat whisperer, right? That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I a think, cat caller is uh, a guy who who uh, yells sexual things at women. Like I think this is a big, it's a big deal now because of that video in New York, right? Yeah, but I think cat whispers too. Like, you know, when you, you got a cat call to make the woman hear your sexual remarks. If you cat whisper, no one's going to yeah. hear that. You know, does, a cat, no does the cat whisper whisper sexual things to cats? I want to stick my dick in your litter box. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Sexy. Um, no, that, that video you're talking about in New York, there's a, a girl was just walking through the streets and she was being filmed. It was like a viral video. And uh, she got catcalled. Yeah, she, well, she was catcalled by like, I don't know, a thousand men, maybe more. Right. Well, she walked around for like 10 hours. So it's a lot, but it. My, it my favorite article too. that come out of that, because there's a lot of like feminist outrage across the Internet. But my favorite article that come out of that, I think was from Slate, where they're like, where's all the white men? Right. This video is biased. It's like she was saying that we shouldn't uh, criticize all these ethnic uh, African American and Latino men for catcalling because they um, what are they? They're like socially disadvantaged. So this yeah, is the only so way they can to do that. That's how they express themselves or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. It, it was the most ridiculous, ridiculous interpretation of that video I've seen. But anyway, whatever. That video went out and just kind of highlighted that uh, a lot of women are sexually harassed, even just walking through the streets. And, you know, that is quite common. Um, I've noticed it in a lot of areas that I've lived. Not, not so much here in Hollywood as much, but you do see it here, too. But in the Tenderloin, you know, it happened all the time. You know, girls right. walking down the street, and there'd be, like, a homeless guy or anyone would just whistle, catcall, say something sexual. And it depends on the time or place. I mean, it depends on who's saying it. But I've been in that circumstance, because uh, I've been in that circumstance, walking through the loin, you know, at like five in the morning or three in the morning, you're all fucked up. You're walking down the street and some you're like, in your tight jeans, some shady some guys gang looking banger. at your ass. Well, no, you're with your girlfriend. Or oh, whatever. right. Yeah. Some shady gangbanger looking guy says something, yells something across the street. You don't confront that guy. I'm sorry. I know it's, I know there's something to be said for chivalry in the modern age, but really there's also something to be said for stupidity and knowing your surroundings. What you do is you just walk a little faster and go home. If, if if you're a cubicle drone, you know, a white guy with your little lunch bag, or going to work, and some other cubicle drone with his lunch bag is cat calling your girlfriend, stand up to that guy. Well, yeah. Don't don't stand up to the drug dealer with a big knife in his pocket. Who's, you're on a different levels, people. Who's sitting there with his group of uh, fellow drug dealers, gangbangers? Because that's what happens. They congregate on corners. You walk by. You know, you have an attractive girlfriend. They're going to say something. Who does this guy think he is? Fucking Captain America? You can't fight four dudes. You can't fight one dude. 
I think he thought that he would just go there and like call the guy out and have, have the guy understand how to respect women. Yeah, just, oh, let's I'm, engage I'm sorry, in a dialogue. Sir. You're you're right. I've seen the error of my ways. By the way, would you like to purchase some drugs? <laughs> this guy engaged in a dialogue with the business end of his knife. Um, ben Schwartz here, 31 years old, and was seriously wounded when he asked a man to stop harassing his girlfriend in the tenderloin. Uh, the San Francisco man was stabbed at uh, the corner of Larkin and Ellis Streets at 4.45 a.m. Um, uh. After walking home from a gathering with his girlfriend, uh, Schwartz asked a man who had been catcalling his girlfriend to stop. That's right where I lived. I lived at Larkin and Ellis. Um, that was the apartment I lived at uh, with the bed bugs. Remember that place? I know. There's a lot of problems going on down there. Bed bugs, podcast studios, podcasting, drug dealing. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's an unsavory area. And my brother lives one block up. And then you remember what Speaking happened? Speaking of unsavory, well, you remember what happened to my brother? I remember those guys. I think I might have told you this story, but there was like a group. There still is. There's a group of just these drug dealers. That area is known as Pill Hill. That's where you go get OxyContin and other drugs. <laughs> There's a Pill Hill in Oakland, but that's because the hospital's there. But yeah, Pill Hill and the Tenderloin is a different meaning. It's just that's where you go get drugs, and everybody knows that. And so there's this group of uh, I don't know if they're Latin. I think they're Latin. But they're just gangbangers. They hang out the corner. Dealers. Doesn't really matter what yeah. ethnicity they are. And they and they deal drugs. And they deal drugs to all hours of the night. And one time my brother was coming home from work. It's like three thirty four in the morning. Gets out of a cab. He walks around them. You know, they, they, I think they, they recognize him because my brother lives in the neighborhood. But you know, plus still... he's got, you know your brother's wearing off leather. He looks tough. <laughs> he does look tough. They leave him alone. But anyway, some guy. I uh, jacked these dudes and was running around the street, ran into my brother. My brother like kind of pushed him off and the guy tripped over, fell on the sidewalk. And these gangbangers just jumped on this dude and beat him down the street in front of my brother. And one of the guys looks at my brother and he's like, you're all right, man. You need anything? Let me know. I'm Carlos. And so uh, my brother's like, oh yeah, I made some friends. And, he, and sure enough, like, you know, a few weeks later, uh, I was I was going to his house to play video games like two in the morning. And there's like this group of like shady thugs hanging on the corner. And they're all like, yo, what up, Jeff? How's it going, Jeff? You need anything? Jeffrey. And my, my brother's just like, no, how's it going, guys? I'm like, are those your friends? <laughs> he's, he's associating with a bad element. <laughs> but those Worried are the about dudes Jeffrey. Um, who are catcalling, except for my brother. He's not catcalling. Well, not catcalling women. Um, But those are the dudes that are doing that. And, you know, you can be, and that's the thing with these guys, a lot of of guys that are moving into San Francisco, it's like they're from whatever town they're from. You know, maybe be uh, Santa Cruz, maybe it's Northern California, maybe they're from Oregon. I think people in Santa Cruz understand not to fuck with people because there's a very shady element in Santa Cruz also. You know what I think it is? A lot of people from New York. Yeah. New York is so cleaned up and white now, especially Manhattan, that people just walk around and do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, there, there's no element of danger really no. in, New York, in Manhattan anymore. And so I think they assume that's how San Francisco would be. And so here's it's this not. guy walking with his girlfriend through one of the most dangerous areas of the city at four in the morning. And he's getting catcalled. And what does he do? He goes up to the guy. He's like, excuse me, sir. Would you please stop harassing my girlfriend? You should respect women. And what happens? You get stabbed in the neck, you dumbass. I like to think that the gangbanger dude didn't even say a single word of response. Just got the knife out and just started, and just started stabbing, stabbing him. him. <laughs> Witty retort. All he said was, can you please just stop? 
The man then sort of trailed behind them, and that's when he attacked. He stabbed Schwartz nine times in the back, the face, the neck, and arms, even puncturing a lung. She said gashes on his arms required 60 stitches, while the cuts to his back just missed his spinal cord. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep leave these guys alone. You know, you're right. I bet you this guy, uh, ben, Sh- ben Schwartz, sounds like a Jew. He's probably from New York City. Just moved to San Francisco to get a job in tech. Listen, sir. I don't know how things are in the Tenderloin, but in the Upper East Side, we treat women with respect. <laughs> he looks exactly like one of our former listeners. Well, I don't know if the guy still listens, maybe. Which Phoenix. One? Oh, remember yeah. Remember the former member Phoenix? He I got married to the crazy cat lady. I, I don't know if they're still married or what, but he looks just like that guy. We're going back in time through the annals of sick and wrong history. But before, Gonna go back in time. <laughs> do you remember when the uh, the forum was uh, flourishing? Like it was a right. popular area. We used to have, there are two forums for sick and wrong. There's that really popular one. And then there's the one I think that still exists now that's just full of misogynists and angry people. Right. And child rapists. But um, the first one was like a big thing. There were lots of girls on there. And this guy, I don't I think he was a regular poster on the forum. Yeah, he was. And he didn't he travel across the Midwest to go meet different chicks that were on the forum? He was bold. Yeah. <laughs> and then he ended up getting married to Crazy Cat Lady. And Crazy Cat Lady was another poster. I, I remember uh, she had a lot of cats, and she also had a lot of medical issues that she would discuss. And she discuss had just gigantic Nice fake tits. Oh, she had big jugs. Did this? Did this guy buy the ba- the fake jugs for her? I don't think so. Anyway, they got married. It was a big deal. They met through the forum, and uh, yeah, and this that dude looks just like this guy here who got stabbed. Exactly. I wonder what happened to him. He's kind of maybe creepy. it's just this picture. I yeah. don't think it is the same guy. But that that's the thing. This guy. Ben Schwartz was probably a, a Jewish dude from New York City, moved to San Francisco. Um, you know, he's living in the Tenderloin, just thinks everybody should respect women. He probably uploaded that video on his phone, on his smartphone, and showed it to this gangbanger. It's we like, all, look, we all, look what we happens. All, yeah, we all think you should respect women, but there's, we all don't think that other people are going to have to hear it from us. Yeah, because we're aware of our surroundings when we live in an urban area, you fucking idiot. So uh, this shorts guy, this is the first time he ever, he was looking out for somebody. I guess uh, he walked by somebody on the streets in San Francisco. He walked by uh, downtown. He saw a bicycle on the street that he suspected was stolen. He then bought the bicycle and then returned it to his owner. Hmm. Could you imagine that? This guy's got a lot of good karma points. What a dick. Seriously. (laughs) And he has many, many stab wounds. He, he's, I'll, t- I'll take less stab wounds and lower karma. Yeah, that's, that's what I say, too. His friend here says he definitely sticks up for women, for anyone, really. If you're his friend, you're his friend for life. And he's mm. supported many friends through many hard times. Uh, apparently, he lived in the Tenderloin. He's an advertising student at the Art Institute of California, so he must have some money. He's also yeah, a that's an expensive school, right? Yeah, it's a private university. Or not, it's not even, it's a private college. Yeah. Um... He's been released from the hospital. He's recovering in a lot of pain right now. His friend set up a GoFundMe page to support him. She made some money. Yeah, 26K. Damn. We, need, we really need to get on this uh, social funding thing. I know. There's a lot of money in San Francisco. GoFundMe. What are the other ones? I don't know. There's a Indiegogo. There's a bunch of pa- different Patreon. Ones. Um, 
A point his uh, fiance brought up was, uh, or a point that uh, his his friend here is talking about uh, Ben and the and the incident says street harassment is definitely more dangerous than people think. Uh, her fiance brought up that this wasn't the first time this man has stabbed someone or acted out in this way. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let's deconstruct this statement. <laughs> street harassment is more dangerous than people think. Not really, because when your girlfriend was getting harassed, nobody was getting hurt. Somebody got hurt when you decided to act. And stick so up for it. So is it street yeah. harassment that's dangerous? Or is it, like you keep saying, not being aware of your fucking surroundings or capabilities? Exactly. Like, I, I don't know what this guy thought. Like, he was going to go out there and, and either maybe appeal to this man's intellect and, and broaden his horizons and be like, you should respect women. Women are people, too. Or then maybe beat the shit out of four guys or catcalling his girlfriend. <laughs> Either one of those is a ridiculous outcome that nobody would expect to happen. It's Anybody absurd. With a brain. What I'd expect to happen is you're going to get stabbed nine times and puncture a lung. What you do is you just keep walking and then you go home and fuck. Yeah. And, you, and, and you're in one piece. You're not injured. That's the thing. Yeah, street harassment sucks. But you know what? Move to the suburbs where that's not going to occur. When you live Still in a occurs. city, you need to uh, expect, anticipate a certain element like this. And the most, important, skin. Or the most important thing is just be aware of your surroundings. This chick that was walking through New York City getting harassed by guys, sorry, you live in an urban area. There's assholes that walk the streets in New York City that say suggestive sexual remarks to women. That's always going to happen. It's part of the happen. charm. Yeah. You know? It's part of the charm. It sucks, but it's just the way it is. Just develop a thicker skin and deal with it. And the last thing you want to do is go confront some shady thug on the street for telling you, yelling out that your girlfriend's got a nice ass. At 5 a.m. Yeah, don't get it. Anyway, it's a learning experience there for you new young city dwellers. What do you have here for the second story? Uh, this was sent in by Becky. No other comment was provided. And it's about a 51-year-old former research scientist, Clifford Taylor. He was given a maximum sentence of 22 years on November 12th. Damn. For what? For raping a five-year-old. Ooh, raping a five-year-old. Right. God. He's, a, he's one of these gold star pedophiles. <laughs> Yeah, no, this guy is, uh, he's like a upper league pedophile here. You know, like when pedophiles are like into like 15 year old girls and you're like, dude, why not just go for 18 year olds and not be like, you know, on the good side of the law, you I mean, you'll still be a creep. Well, that's the thing though. I mean, really physically, is there that much of a difference between an 18 year old girl versus uh, a 16 they're just year old too, girl? They're just too old for me. Once they're 18, they're all used <laughs> up. But when you're but when you're raping a five year old, you're hardcore. Five year olds are different like, thing. Yeah. Now you can see why this eighteen year old guys aren't going to do it for this dude who wants. You know, I'm really into creatures who weigh like forty pounds. That's what I like to have sex with. Dude, pubic hair just kills my boner. I know. Once they're above, <laughs> you know, like my thigh height, I just just doesn't turn me on anymore. Five years old. Yeah. This is also very common, as we know from. Uh, Honey Boo Boo's mom is the five-year-old that he raped was actually the daughter of a full-grown woman that he was dating. Yeah, you know, this has kind of become a uh, scandal for the uh, Honey Boo Boo mom, uh, June, Mama June. Like, she's apparently dated, has a history of dating sex offenders. Well, this is a guy she dated before that uh, 
I don't know, is he convicted of molesting her other daughter? <laughs> Not Honey Boo Boo, the other Well, daughter, no, he wasn't baby. convicted of molesting the daughter, but he's convicted of molesting another girl and spent time in prison for that. But the daughter does say that this dude did molest her. He said he, uh, she said that he raped her. So this guy, yeah, no, this guy's like pulling full on Bill Cosby maneuvers. And she's, and she's like buying him a car. Bill Cosby was not raping children. Allegedly. You don't, you don't know that. <laughs> well, I don't know that. I guess you don't, I don't know that you're not raping children. There's allegations. There's no allegations flying that I'm raping kids, but uh, people are saying a lot about Bill Cosby right now. I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm saying you can stick your pudding pop into a lot of things. Ah, interesting that you bring that up. So it's not, I'm not just doing a story about a guy who raped a five-year-old you know, because that just happens every day, right? It's so pedestrian, Wackerly. You know, we, we like an angle here in Sick and Wrong. What I, why we're doing this story is because during sentencing, Taylor blamed his defense lawyer for suggesting the plea deal he had early, earlier agreed to take. So he admitted to raping the child in prison, but then he, he recanted that admission. And uh, here's what he said during his sentencing. He blames the little girl for getting raped by him. And here's the direct <laughs> quote. He says, I did not stop the child. That's the part the prosecutor will get me on. She wanted a snack. It's, he says, it's not true. I was told to lie to you by the man sitting right next to me. He's talking about his, def his state-appointed defense attorney. I don't even remember what I told you, but it wasn't true. The lie, that I put, the lie was that I put my penis in her mouth for pudding pops. <laughs> so this, wait, wait, wait. He was bribing the five-year-old child with pudding pops. What he's, what he's convicted of is that he told this little five-year-old, hey, I'll give you a pudding pop if you suck my dick. If you eat this, my pudding pop. It's again, it's a really a bad month for the Jello company. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, I, I could imagine <laughs> that loving really, life right now. Yeah, I could imagine that working. The head of the technique. head of Jello marketing is just fucking laying low right now. Just like, don't put your head up. Don't well, say anything about these allegations. All this stuff that's happening. Well, but, but you know what? Bill Cosby hasn't uh, done a pudding pop commercial since what the eighties. No, but people associate Pudding Pops with Bill Cosby and vice versa, for sure. Do they still have Pudding Pops? Yeah, this guy's trying to trade him for his fucking <laughs> head from a five-year-old. Do you not believe the story? No, I'm just saying, when's the last time you saw a Pudding Pop in a, or had a, a consumed if you a Pudding Pop? I think if you're an adult and don't have kids, you very low level of exposure to things like Pudding Pops. I, I don't know any... You know who I could see buying Pudding Pops at the grocery store is Big Jair. Yeah, I don't I know why. I don't know what I'm trying to. That, I don't right? know what I'm trying to insinuate, but Big Jair, I could see being like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna get." And he, I'm not even saying Big Jair's fat or anything, but I could just see him being like yeah, pudding so. pops. He's, well, he smokes a lot of weed. Yeah, that's the thing. I can see Big Jair getting high, getting nostalgic, getting a pudding pop, eating the pudding pop. I don't see Big Jair coercing a five year old no, into no, having I sex with pudding I pop. I don't know where you're going that. with this, Wack. <laughs> but one year for your for his birthday, your sister got him like a five gallon tub of Superman ice cream, which yeah. is something you can only get in Michigan. So she had it shipped out. And that was amazing too, because it was like took up all the space in their freezer, and nobody else is eating it. It's not like Stephanie's eating the Superman ice cream. So Jer had the task ahead of him of eating through this big five gallon bucket of fucking Superman. Ice it, cream. it was the size of the uh, the buckets that they have at like a Baskin Robbins. It was huge, and like yeah. every time you go over to see Jer. I'd see him after work just sitting with that bucket in his lap, just like with a spoon, just eating it. Not even from a bowl. It's a great summertime treat. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not something I'd want to eat five gallons of, though. It's like a weird fruity taste, fruity ice cream. He did eat that, though. I think he ate the whole oh, thing. Of course. Didn't want to waste it. But I, I could see him doing that with uh, pudding pops. You know, come to think of it, if I do come up to Thanksgiving for your house, I'm going to bring some pudding pops. Fuck you're pumpkin pies. You're not going to get your dick sucked, if that's what you're thinking. No, no, no. I'm just going to do this just as, because no one's had a pudding pop in a long time. Another funny thing about pudding pops... <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the grocery store and you see like Jello brand pudding pops and they're like six bucks, and then you see like the store brand, you know, pudding pops that are like two bucks, who gives? Nobody's gonna buy the fucking Jello brand. Who cares? It's a pudding pop. Yeah, but the the taste. I'm sure there's a taste uh, <sighs> differential here. Please. I mean, I, I haven't had a pudding pop in a long time, but um, I think I, I think I, I have might... had one though. I, no, I've had them. I used time. to like them when I was a kid. The chocolate one, and they have the, I guess the other one's vanilla and maybe like a pink strawberry one. You, uh, you know, uh, Bill Cosby must. And now it's like everyone's thinking that he puts roofies in his pudding pops, and that's what he gives to girls, or they're using it as a euphemism for his dick. It's like it's, yeah, the Jell-O company must just be shaking their heads like, man, right. why? Why didn't, we go, why didn't we get another celebrity like O.J. Simpson? You know, they, they should hire that Ben Schwartz guy. <laughs> advertising student rebrand themselves. Yeah, rebrand the pudding pop. It's not about rape at all. (laughs) It's the furthest thing from the pudding pop. It's a wholesome treat. It's a wholesome treat for the whole family. You could have like those Bartles and James guys on the porch. (laughs) I like a pudding pop. Yeah, it sure is good. Do you think Bill Cosby... Doesn't make me think about raping at all. Do you think Bill Cosby ever said that to young women? Like, uh, hey, you know, I get a lot of pudding pops and I have a whole freezer full of them. Why don't you come upstairs? I like your Bill Cosby impression. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how he sounds. Yeah, I think he probably did that. He gets he has for like a free lifetime supply of pudding pops. I wonder. I wonder if uh, if he still if he does like if they. <laughs> you think they maybe cut him off? Now they probably did. It's in my contract. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my pudding pop? Anyway, I don't think I finished the quote, though. No, okay, what happened here? The guy was getting his dick sucked for He says, pops. yes, she wanted pudding pops. Yes, my penis did get in her mouth, but I didn't put it in there. She put it in there. She grabbed me. She was experimenting. I was drunk and realized it too late. That's really fucking drunk. A five-year-old has your cock in her mouth. You're so wasted, you don't even know. Imagine well, you, that. That's never happened to me. You know, I've heard of victim blaming before. A lot of people do some victim. You can't victim blame a five-year-old. You just can't. I just hate that feeling of like when you black out. And, and normally it's just like you, you blacked out in your apartment or house on your couch. But then you wake up and you're like, oh, what the fuck happened? And then sometimes you like have like vague memories. and You're like, oh, I was acting like such an asshole at the bar just running my mouth. But I would hate to wake up and be like, oh, I feel like shit. What happened last night? Did that? Did my girlfriend's five-year-old daughter suck my cock? Oh, I feel like such a jerk. Could you imagine having like, a, yeah, like flashbacks of that, or your friends, or your friends being like, "Dude, you were so wasted last night." You Never log into Facebook. Happened. You log into Facebook. There's all these pictures of a five-year-old sucking your cock while you're passed out. Oh, your it's whole the worst. Your whole like homepage is just like pervert. You yeah. suck. Not you're the little red dot in the circle is like 112 <laughs> comments about the photo of you getting your cock sucked by a five year old. 
<laughs> it's on Twitter. You know what? You just don't want to do it's that. Terrible. I don't even think you should drink around. Five you open minutes. up Gawker. It's like five articles have already been written. <laughs> Midwestern man. What amazes me? It's like, why would it? Why, well, why would his girl, his girlfriend, even like leave him home alone with a kid? She was babysitting the kid. He was yeah. babysitting the kid. Worst babysitter ever. Check this out. I like this judge. Um, Eugene A. Lucy. Uh, or Lucci, I guess it is. Uh, the convict went on to say that he was not a monster. Lucci responded by adding two more years to his sentence. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. It's like, could you imagine the defense attorney? Like, dude, I, you know, I try to give you a plea deal. You're going to plead to a lesser charge. You're going to do a few years. You're going to get out eventually. Be a sex offender for life. That's fine. Instead, this guy's like, no, you're fired. I'm going to be my own attorney. It was the victim's fault. Right. That's what yeah. they're saying is that he he's getting 22 years instead of life because he uh, pled guilty. If he would have if he would have tried to defend himself throughout the whole thing, they would have given him life. The the attorney is also pretty great. He asked the judge to be excused from representing the rapist at future at his future appeal here. <laughs> like I'm done, I'm out. No, it's, I'm sorry. This guy's a fucking no. jerk. We rehearsed what he's gonna say, and I was like, okay, listen. You're going to say this. I wrote the lines down for you. You're not going to blame the five-year-old for putting your dick in her mouth. Right. They're in that, like, you know, the, the whatever lawyer's office. How about if I say this? No, no. <laughs> That's Do not, not okay. say that. Are you sure? I think it's a pretty good idea. <laughs> sure enough. Finally comes up, you know, he's on, the, he's on the bench. They ask him questions. Next thing you know, he comes out and says, I raped the five-year-old. And it was I mean, I fault. do feel a little bit bad for him. Kids are always putting things in their mouth. <laughs> like Legos, dog turd off the carpet, dust bunny. Pedophiles, dicks. Right. You know, things can get out of hand. Anyway. If you don't keep your eye on them. Jaeger. <laughs> People, pop. send your story. Stick around podcast at ahamelt.com. Got some phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846. We'll get to our first phone call. Uh, after this ring 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 banana phone ring 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 banana phone are you drunk are you horny call the sick and wrong hotline 206-666-3846 ring 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 banana phone ring 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 so we got a few phone calls here the sick wrong hotline um the first one uh comes in from a fan of the show longtime listener one of my favorite callers hey how's it going trucker paul trucker paul you guys were asking about trucker movies and uh the most realistic greatest trucker movie of all time is called joyride with I think his name's that Paul Walker. Do you know that guy? That dude that killed himself in the car. Yeah, he died. Uh, Wait a second. He didn't kill himself in the car. Well, he was speeding. Yeah, but wasn't he? He didn't do it. On, he, like, Trucker Paul is saying, it sounds like he committed suicide. The semantics. Yeah. No, he was driving, like, he, he was drag racing a friend or something. Right. But uh, what, what's this movie? Do you know this movie, Joyride? I've never heard of it. Hmm. I guess I'll have to watch it now. Yeah, because I'm a big fan of trucker movies. I couldn't imagine this one being better than uh, Over the Top. Over the Top sucks. Over the Top is not a trucking movie. It's an arm wrestling movie. It's a it's an arm wrestling movie about a trucker. 
Well, well, I mean, it's a, it plays a central role, trucking. My favorite trucking movie is Convoy. Yeah, you mentioned Chris that Christopher. before. <laughs> it's, it's, Convoy's not as good as Over the Top. Over the Top's my favorite trucking movie. It's your opinion. But uh, do you remember, uh, not to go off Steve too far McQueen's, on a tangent uh, here. Steve ex-wife is in it, too. She has a really funny haircut. In Over the Top? No, it's Convoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember in uh, Knight Rider, the show Knight Rider, there's the guy that drove the evil truck, so there's Kit, and then there's this evil, like, truck that also was kind of a Kit. And he was no. driven by a guy. That I remember was, the truck that Kit butt fucked. <laughs> you drive up into the back. Is that the truck? No, 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 no. Remember that sexy fucking brunette mechanic? That was the that was the traveling like uh, laboratory where he drive up oh, there. But is that there what was it's called the traveling there was, there was laboratory. A season, there was a season of Knight Rider where there's an evil truck and there's a guy that looked just like Hasselhoff but with a mustache who drove the truck. Was it Hasselhoff? Yeah, with a mustache. You would know. I mean, <laughs> his evil looked, twin. His evil twin, and he drove the truck. I'm Did not you making dream this, this up. No, I'm not making. I will look this up, but I guarantee trucker, trucker Paul knows what I'm talking about. Uh, kick-ass movie. That's exactly how truckers are. And you guys are also talking about that vampire now, wait, trucker. Does, does, uh, <laughs> I do know him. Does. Does Trucker Paul look like Paul Walker? Is that what he's trying to say? <laughs> oh, it's just like that. I have this movie star physique. No, he's saying driving a truck is just like how they depict it in that movie. Hmm. He's not saying he looks like Truck or Trucker Paul. Trucker Paul's not saying he looks like Paul Walker. Hmm. What do you picture Trucker Paul to look like? Uh, kind of like, <laughs> kind of like Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I've always why. I've always pictured him to look kind of like uh, Boxcar Willie. You know that country yeah, a singer? Yeah, little bit of Boxcar Willie mixed with Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, yeah, the two of those. Like, he's just kind of, you know, Boxcar Willie. Been driving the trucks for a long time. True. Singing some country tunes. Do you think, uh, what do you think uh, Trucker Paul listens to? Country or like Taylor Swift? Podcasts. Just podcasts, probably. So anyway, he's talking about that vampire trucker that you were talking about last week. He knows him. Oh, he does know him. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like to shit on Walmart bags. He actually, he's a little bit more advanced. He, uh, shits on, uh, blood sample bags, which, you know, after he drinks them, he shits in them. Uh, his, uh, good aim. CB handle was, uh, I believe, the vamper. The vamper. All right. Later, lick my salty chestnuts. That's kind of seasonal. It's a Christmas there. theme. Yeah, it's yeah. seasonal. Um, ow, wow. How do you uh, how do you do that? How do you shit in one of those blood transfusion bags? Very carefully. Yeah, he must like. I mean, he must have to like stretch it open. The Walmart bag has to be easier. Yeah, I like how Paul says he shits on the bag. You uh, an interesting question because you really do. You lay it out on the ground. Well, you have you to, right? or you lay it in your seat. I imagine. I mean, you don't like strap it to your ass like some kind of a parade horse. <laughs> but you know, if if you have a diet that just consists of blood, do you think vampires shit? Do you think they ever shit? Yeah. What do, what do <laughs> they you shit? Go, if you go on a juice diet, you still shit. I mean, not that I've ever been on a juice diet, but I assume. Yeah. What if you're hooked up to an IV? Are you shitting or are you just pissing? I've never done that either. 
That's an you interesting question. An yeah, I have, but I don't remember. I think I was just pissing. I think it was just. Uh, huh. Interesting. Probably saves a lot of time. That's the thing. I don't. I couldn't see vampires. Uh, you know, pushing out a log. There's no log. It's just blood. <laughs> you ever heard of a blood sausage? <laughs> That's disgusting. Thank you, Trucker Paul, uh, for clearing that up. And, you know, I knew he would know the vamper. Figured all those truckers. I'm sure all truckers know each other. Do you think Trucker Paul has a nemesis trucker, though? With a mustache? That looks just like him, but drives a, you know, an, a, an evil a truck. A Camaro <laughs> version of his truck. I guess that was a Trans Am. No, it was a Trans Am, but the truck would have to... There was a whole scene in uh, Knight Rider where, like... They were playing chicken with Kit and the truck going right at each other in the desert. You have to look this up. I am looking it up. Look it up. Look it up. The evil truck that uh, was the foe, the opponent of uh, Michael Knight. That's a show that they re-released on DVD that I've never watched. I bet you it's terrible. I couldn't even watch it again, but I loved it when I was a kid. Oh, it's called Goliath. Goliath. That's who it was. Goliath. And who was the guy that drove Goliath? Hmm. Garth Knight. Garth, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> there's Michael Knight and Garth Knight, his evil twin brother. But just the mustache, you could tell him apart. All right, here's the second call. Enough of this Knight Rider conversation, but people, you should go check it out. Uh, watch out. You know, I think everybody has a, uh, a uh, split trucker personality. Hey, D. Hey, Lance. Um, this is Tom calling from the UK. I had a bit of a strange thing happen to me about two weeks ago. I went home visiting the family. And uh, while there, my sister and her friend were staying there. Um, woke up in the middle of the night receiving head. Looked down. Noticed that it's the friend giving me head at the moment. Not and I think sister. I kind of just laid back, pretend to be asleep, enjoy the whole ordeal. You know, um... Keep pretending to be asleep, and then next morning she's giving me all the smiley eyes and everything. I'm going to play oblivious to the whole thing. Don't really have anyone to talk to about this since she's 15. So, yeah. So I just vent it all out. Uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong, take care. Do, do they have uh, pudding pops in England? <laughs> <laughs> all dessert is called pudding over there, so it would be confusing. Yorkshire pudding pops? blood pudding pop and be disgusting so you know what's interesting about this so he do you think he had like a like a nocturnal boner or something or is she just like in the middle of the night just getting on top of him sucking sucking his dick i don't know the likely story would you wake up and say something do you stop finish? sucking my penis 15 year old it's a little different than the five-year-old situation because you could maybe believe it happening you know what? What a slag, though. Seriously. <laughs> like, even if, like, just for future reference, like, keep an eye on that 15-year-old girl. Um, I, she's going to be in a council house probably the next couple of years with, like, three mm -hmm. kids. Right. Do you think they're all, like, a Chav family? <laughs> like in that show? What's that show called? Shameless? Shameless. That's what yeah. it sounds like. This kid was shameless. But I mean, uh, it's not it's not as egregious as raping a five year old, especially because in uh, England the uh, age of consent is sixteen. Hmm, you missed it by that much. Yeah, no, it's just a few months off. However, 
can he really tell anybody about this? You just told the podcasting audience. Yeah, but I mean, it's, he's relatively anonymous. Hmm. I mean, who's going to know? Are we? Who are we to pass judgment? Pervert pederast. I mean, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. What's your cutoff for this? For like what? If, let's say, okay, let's say you're in your early 20s. This guy's probably in his early 20s. You're on a family vacation. One of your sister's friends who's like 17 starts sucking your dick. What do you do? Say no. You say no? How old am I? I don't know, like 20. <laughs> Well, that, yeah. Do you get up and you're like, what are you doing? No. Get away. I mean, there are laws about, there, there, this is written into the statutory right That if, if you're only, like if you're less than four years older than the person who's underage, then maybe you're, you get off. Oh, wait. So are, would you try to file rape charges against her? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I wouldn't tell, the, tell too many people about this there, Tom. This is our little secret. And uh, I would personally advise you not to go there. I wouldn't pursue this. Not for the sole reason like that it's unethical. I think because this girl probably has herpes. Dirty slut. Or smallpox. She might have smallpox, which she caught from a Native American. Just watch out for her. Just keep an eye on this girl. Shady. Mm-hmm. And what goes down in England. Okay. Um, here's the last call. Hey, sick and wrong. It's Milo, the salesman. You played my shit story. Thanks very much. Glad you found it uh, entertaining with the twist at the end. Uh, I did submit a story to uh, Walking Dead. They weren't interested, unfortunately. Uh, The reason I am calling you today is to discuss the epidemic in the UK of legal highs. I'm wondering if you guys have them over there. But at the moment, we uh, have two shops in my buttfuck town that um, sell legal highs and they are effectively exactly the same as street drugs but with slight molecules in the chemicals change so they can be sold legally so you've got things like china white which are rip-offs of i think cocaine maybe isn't china white heroin <laughs> i don't know I'm not i know that's what that. they call it but uh, i think you might I, be right how can you? I wish sell- we had this. Yeah, I know. I was about to say this sounds amazing. We is have- this what bath salts are? Yeah, it's, no. it's all these like you have bath salts. I, I I don't think I would partake of bath salts, but yeah, but it sounds like they're replicating street drugs, but just making like I don't know other uh, you know like uh, legal uh, concoctions here that they're selling. It's like the fake perfumes that you can buy at Walgreens. Yeah, but instead they're drugs. And if they, I mean, if they give you the same type of high, why not? That's cool. Sounds good to me. I mean, the only fake drug I think, other than bath salts, is uh, salvia, which I know they sell here. Not doing. You've got things called gremlins, which are like ecstasy. Uh, Yeah, pretty much every drug is covered here. And uh, the thing that's really kicking off in our town is all the heroin addicts have now switched to these legal highs. And this morning I drove past the shop that sells them and there was about a queue of probably 20 people queuing up at about eight in the morning, waiting for the shop to open so they could all get their drugs. Um, Yeah, so I'm just wondering whether you have that in uh, America and whether that's something that interests you. But um, yeah, 
Keep it sick. Keep it rolling. Laters. Well, I think it definitely interests me. You've, uh, you've got my attention there, Milo. Miles. I don't think the USDA would put up with that for more than like a week. I mean, they get, they, it seems like they get right on top of that shit. Yeah, we're having a hard tr- a hard time legalizing marijuana here. It's like uh, we're still cracking down on people who have joints. I couldn't imagine anybody selling, you know, a powdered substance that they say has the same effects as cocaine. You know, could you imagine? Like they, you'd be you'd be like shut down and arrested within like hours. Maybe you'll make quite a bit of money though in that couple hours you had going. There'd be moral outrage in this in this country. But yeah, no, I mean, could you, could you, how like wildly successful would this place, would that be? I, I just to, wish, I just wish you could buy drugs online. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't want to deal with the drug dealer. We should do a search here and find out if we can find these gremlins online. <laughs> or uh, All China I'm getting White. shit about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, you're not supposed to eat them after midnight? What happens if you get wet while you're on it? Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, we don't have the, the legal highs like that here in this country. Here's an interesting uh, factoid. There's a Wikipedia page for Gremlins, which is about the movie, and then there's a Wikipedia page for Gremlin, which is the creature. Is there a Wikipedia page for Gremlin the car? Of course there is. <laughs> the AMC Gremlin. Do they have anything though, uh, Gremlins, with uh, about the uh, the pills here, the ecstasy substitutes? There's no Wikipedia page about Gremlins, the drug. Airsots drugs. I want these. We should find out about this, people. If you're gonna send the sick and wrong, uh, sick and wrong, um, sick and wrong care packages to your Christmas gift, why not send us some Gremlins? That's probably legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mail me drugs. <laughs> I really want the FBI at my house. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do it. You know what? We don't have a PO box anymore, do we? Or I'm do we? getting a PO box. So if if you want to if you want to mail something to the show, you should email us first, and uh, we'll give you the address where to send it. Um, but yeah, I'm very interested to hear more about these legal highs. I've never heard about this. I wonder if they have these in other countries in Europe. Very interesting. I also want to know how like close. Like the effects are to the actual, like the uh, the actual drug itself, right? I mean, you can like emulate you, like the you, effects. Like you get high, just like you know, uh, you know, opiates, but you have like horrible, just twenty four hours of diarrhea afterwards. Yeah, and it's not worth it to me. I'd just rather not do the drug. <laughs> you know? Oh well, it's always a trade off. Always a trade off. People it's call like Taco Bell. People eat that, and you get eight hours of diarrhea. Yeah, but that's worth it. It's worth it's it. Taco okay. Bell. The taste. I just wanted to know your stance. People call the Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Real quick, we got an email at sickandwrongpodcasthotmail.com. Um, it's from Grant. He says, hey, Gaylords, me and my friend Brian were discussing the craft over a couple of fosters the other night when I asked him if he'd seen the new pics you guys had printed. Brian's a longtime listener. In fact, he was the one who introduced me to the show. Uh, he hadn't seen your picks or any picks as he's listening to Craft in chronological order and is only up to Christmas 2013. You're missing out on all the new shows there, Bri. Anyway, I got my phone out and I searched the internet for your mugshots and your lovely yellow jumpers. When I found them and showed Brian, his immediate response was, Wow, I always thought D would be better looking than Lance. Ha ha ha, what do you think of that? Who's better looking, D or Lance? Also, is that gay that I'm thinking about that? 
Real good. Love you guys. Lick my balls. Grant from England. When I told Bri that Lance was engaged, he said, I bet she's black. <laughs> she's not. Maybe she is. Why would you think I'm you better looking than uh, Lance? Listen to Lance's soothing voice, his dulcet tones. Listen to my nasal, shrill, piercing voice. People don't like, uh, they don't picture a handsome person when they hear the word ginger. Oh, maybe that's what it is. But do do yeah. they picture a handsome person when they hear the word Jew? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> you know what? I would I would assume there are handsome Jews though. Oh, they yeah. Way Leave more. Schreiber. Yeah. yeah no, look at, uh, lots of look at Harry, uh, whatever Windsor, whatever. <laughs> what is what is his name? What is his last name? The Prince Princeling. What, what prince is Jewish? I'm talking about the redheaded one. We're back. Oh, on uh, we're back on gingers. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Prince Harry. Prince Harry, but I don't know. Does Harry have a last name? Is it Windsor? I don't know. I forget their last name. We just know him as Prince Harry. Prince yeah. Ginge. Prince, uh, yeah. Prince uh, Ginger. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean, I think you should assume, listening to the show, that neither one of us are all that handsome. Handsome dudes don't generally do podcasts. Let's just throw that out there. But hey, you know what? Um, it's, it's good for, you know, I think you kind of uh, ruined this guy's surprise here by uh, showing him the pics. Second wrong surprise. Second wrong surprise. Second surprise. Anyway, yeah, order. You can still order prints. We still have a few left. Not that many, actually. I've sent a lot this week. I don't know if people are getting them as Christmas gifts, but they would make a great stocking stuffer. You know, <laughs> you could, could you roll imagine? It up and put it in a stocking. What I find funny about that is that is uh, I don't know who it was like a couple weeks ago. A forty-year-old guy was saying how he had he got one because he donated money to the show. And he just had it on his fridge. And like his son's girlfriend was like, who are those gay dudes on your dad's fridge? It's weird. And so I imagine that's kind of like, I mean, it is kind of weird. Like you got this picture of these two fucking dudes in jumpers and sweaters on your, on your fridge. It's got to be kind of odd. I think what you should do is buy it as a prank gift. You know what's even more odd is two 40-year-old guys going and having that picture taken. That's also very odd, yeah. I think what they should do, I think this should be the gag gift for Christmas 2014. Even for people who don't, gift. yeah, but for people who don't listen to the show, just buy it and put it in there. They're like, who's that? They're like, just two guys that do a podcast. I love you, grandma. <laughs> anyway, you can go buy a print right now or a t-shirt at sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, we do have the uh, Sick and Wrong new and improved Quado tees. We have stickers and we have prints. com slash store. Uh, people here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week um, came in from Will. He goes, I could think of worse comedians to get raped by, like Brian Posehn or Dane Cook. He's ah, the Dane Cook bashing <laughs> right on the edge of humor. Yeah, Brian Posehn, Dane Cook, though. I mean, Brian Posehn, it'd be weird. Not only would you just, it'd be weird getting raped because he's kind of a ghoulish-looking creature, but that voice. You know, Dane Cook's kind of a normal-looking guy, so it's like, it's like getting raped by a frat dude. But getting raped by Brian Posehn, you're going to remember that for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know, think about that. He's, uh, the reason he's bringing that up is he sent us a uh, song by Bill Cosby called Chick on the Side. It's from a 1976 album called Bill Cosby's Not Himself These Days. You know, that uh, title kind of holds true to how it is right now for Bill Cosby. 
But he, he, Bill Cosby released an album that was just like all songs. And uh, so this song's called Chick on the Side. Have to check it out. Um, Will writes, up your nose with a rubber hose. You guys suck. Thanks. Well, thank you, Will. All right. So we're going to end the show here with uh, Bill Cosby, Chick on the Side. Not sure if it's about raping girls with pudding pops, but uh, listen, you'll find out. People will be back next week with uh, episode 460. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, be careful at your Black Friday sales because you don't want to end up on the uh, death count because uh, if more than two people die, that means Wackerly wins, all right? So I'm if there's two low. people dead and there's still time left in the day and you want to get up, uh, increase my count and make me win, then you could either go die or murder somebody in a store. I think what you should do is just stay at home and just let the, let the death count stay at two or under so I win. That'd be great. We'll see who wins. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 460. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night. Oh, wait a minute, Mama. Wait a minute, baby. Don't leave me, darling. Why are you going out? So wide that all was pain.
don't want to take my time going to work. I got a motorcycle and a sleeping bag and 10 or 15 girls. What the hell I want to go off into and go to work for? Work for what? Money? I got all the money in the world. I'm the king, man. I run the underworld, guy. I decide who's does what and where they do it at. When am I going to run around and act like I'm some teeny bopper somewhere for somebody else's money? I make the money, man. I roll the nickels. The game is mine. I deal the cards.